we are back and we're back on schedule ian like we're not even yeah, this like is crazy. wow it's a streak yeah <laughs> um i feel like a real professional now um two weeks in a row am i right i mean guys we're, pro- we're basically professionals at this point if you hadn't already if you couldn't tell um but we're excited uh to be back obviously um we had frugal pandy aka justin aka baby daddy in last week um and it was a blast we had a lot of fun it was a good uh long podcast we're gonna keep it probably pretty short this time we just had a lot to talk about since we had been out for a couple months but um we have my friend and another co-worker yeah. <laughs> miss mama nerd uh, aka 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 miss <laughs> Haley. Haley hello welcome to the podcast welcome Haley. thank you for having me i'm excited we're, yeah we're excited to have you yeah. so those that um aren't aware hopefully we'll have some of Haley's. um uh what do you call them uh my community's called the nerd herd and they the nerd they, they know about it they're excited oh sick <laughs> yeah. this is exciting so the nerd herd if you're listening welcome to hodgepodge um we're a podcast that we talk about movie reviews tech things um really it it's it's the name so the, the name is the limit. derives from hodgepodge which if you don't know what hodgepodge is is kind of random things uh if you grew up with a mother that or if you grew up even doing it um hodgepodge is like almost kind of like a mixture um, of things what do they call it they took pictures scrapbooking yeah yeah exactly yes yeah that is exactly (laughs) (laughs) yes that's Mm -hmm. exactly what what we are so welcome we're super excited to have uh Haley here. I'm going to call her Haley. I'm not used to calling you mom and her. That, please don't call me that. That's okay. <laughs> please call me Haley. So I'll call, I'll call you Haley. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're super excited to have you. We have a lot to talk about. Um, we'll just kind of kind of go into it real fast. Um, Haley, give us kind of like a brief um, summary about like what you're involved in. What is yeah. the what is the nerd herd? What, how did that happen? And then um, here in a little bit, we'll kind of touch base on um, some cool little things that happened within the last month for you. But yeah, go ahead. Tell us all about it. Yeah. So the nerd herd is, is basically it's derived of my online community from what started from my YouTube channel, um, which is Mama Nerd, which like side note, I'm probably going to change that name. I've had it for a couple of years, but it's like every time. <laughs> It's like every time somebody calls me that, I'm like, oh, I need to change that. Because I'm I'm Shy Sprout on Twitch, which I, Blake knows that because we follow right. each yeah, other yeah. on there. Um, so, but anyway, the where my community came from, actually, and I think, Blake, I told you this probably when we first started working together. Um, I, when was this? This was like five years ago. I've had this community for a long time. Um, I actually did like a reaction video to like the Breath of the Wild trailer, which kind of went viral. Humble brag. Um, but, (laughs) 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 um, but that's where a lot of my community came from. And then after that, I actually streamed like me playing the ending of Breath of the Wild. 
And the voice actor for one of my favorite characters actually tuned in. We like tweeted at him and he actually showed up. What? Oh, um, that's so cool. And that's he cool. he sent me like a personal voice line by the character, like congratulating me for beating the game. Wow. And, um, he actually, <laughs> I had like a stream, like a donation goal for the stream. And what it was for is to like fund the rest of my trip to go to E3, which is like, you know, the big gaming convention um, in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he paid for the rest of it. <laughs> okay, that's pretty it cool. Was that's really, it was that's really so cool. Nice. I mean, E3 is kind of dead now, but it's fine. <laughs> eh. did, did COVID kill E3? I think it did. Uh, and part COVID of the fact is COVID killed a lot of things. Um, yeah. But I don't, it was really cool. And I got to go. I got to go to California and it was just really fun. Oh. It was it was the That's first really one that was, like, open to the public, because most of the time, you're supposed to, like, it's just for the press, so. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, so, we're excited to kind of dive even more into that as uh, as we go, um, but let's go ahead and start with uh, a couple of little things, tidbits that we wanted to talk about. Um, I sent y'all in our group text this uh, this week, sort of kind of in the last few days, um, a link to a spinoff of that 70s show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how much y'all watched it. That 70s show plays like, it, it plays a very key role in like my high school years. Uh, obviously, like it didn't come out during high school. I think the last episode, I'm pretty sure aired like in 06 or 07 it it went for a long time but i loved that 70s show and from what i'm aware of they tried doing another or doing one called that 80s show oh, oh they did it was I yeah about it that. Was, it, they didn't i don't think they took any of the like the new characters and I, honestly i don't know if that 80s show even came after that 70s show i don't remember um <laughs> but they're coming out with a spinoff called That 90 Show, and they're actually bringing back, like... So they're bringing back everybody? Yeah, bringing back the whole, like, the whole clan. Y'all, I, whether y'all looked at it, watched the video or not, like, did y'all watch That 70s Show? Like, was it, was it, did you enjoy it, or... I did, um, when I was in high school. I remember, no, it was, it was before high school, because I remember in the summer, like, staying up for, like, two days straight, just been binging the show. And and I didn't even get that far, I don't think. <laughs> Which is, like, crazy for how many episodes there are, but... Oh, for real. Yeah. I mean, it started in 1998 and ended in, like, 05. So, um, I mean, it went, it went a while. I didn't even realize it started that... I didn't know it started in the late 90s. I thought it was more of, like, an early 2000s and then, you know, mid-2000s thing, but... Yeah, no, so for me, I actually started watching this probably around the same time as you, Blake, probably like early high schoolish time. Um, so I didn't grow up with cable or anything. Uh, so it was like one of the few shows I could actually watch on any of the, like the local channels that you get. Um, but yeah, this is one of those shows I would watch after school almost every single day. Um, so yeah, it, it's got a kind of a special place in my heart, uh, just cause I mean, I didn't really have very many options back then. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, yeah, that 70s yeah. show, like I would, I would never tell someone, Hey, go, go look at reviews for that 70s show. I would never say waste your time on that. Just go watch it. Yeah. Like, yeah. To mm-hmm. me, it's that good of a show that it doesn't take time to get used to. You just enjoy it. Like the comedic, like 
presence in it is so like overarching. I don't know if you'd call it groundbreaking, but it's like its own thing. Like if someone kind of like you, its own sitcom, you would know if someone tried like style imitating it, like yeah. it would be obvious like the way they did it. And so, um, but yeah, I loved it. I thought it was good. I'm excited. Taylor is super excited to watch it. Um, um, we'll, if, I mean, is it going to be something that y'all would even be interested in watching it? To me, it sounds like y'all would, but I don't want to. I mean, for me, I don't know if I would be able to do this show, the at least the new show, long term. It would really depend on if Darian liked it or not. Um, like, it's really hard <laughs> to watch shows these days if she's not interested in it because I'd have to go to another room. She would have to be in another room and she doesn't really care for that 70s show that much. Uh, so it just really would depend. So I don't know. That's kind of where I would be with the show. So uh, we'll move on from that. Uh, so those that don't know, yeah, that 70s show is having a spinoff called that 90s show. It actually, there is literally nothing. They, 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 there's nothing that's really been released other than kind of like just it, it's been approved to be casted i like it's i literally saw like the thumbnail like of just like a news clipping of it that it was just announced and i Mm -hmm. saw red and kitty and i thought it was just gonna be them and i was like how are they gonna do this this is gonna be be terrible it'd be so sad (laughs) it'd be so sad (laughs) it's just them living they're like (laughs) every day and he's just Calling everything around him an ass now because he can't call it. <laughs> he can't call else. Eric. Well, that's the thing. It's like Red is super funny, but what makes him so funny is Eric. So if they didn't have Eric, very like, true, like very just, true. And, well, and then they changed Lori, and that was like, right? Didn't they? they I never got that Eric. far. They did. They got rid of Eric. I know that, yes. but I didn't get that far. And the guy that played him was god awful. Like it was just, or didn't play him. He didn't play him, but he played like uh, his the role. new version. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, yeah. No, it was it was it was doo doo at that point. I love Kitty's <laughs> character. Kitty's like oh, one she's of my favorite. Um, she reminds me so much of like my grandmother, um, <laughs> who's just like so sweet and like just. I don't know. It, it, I love their their relationship. Like they're like a great duo. So yeah, the anyway, dynamics. Move on perfect. from that. Um, on other news, last podcast we talked a little bit about cryptocurrency with Justin and oh, how Elon Musk, oh, man. um, buying Twitter, how that may be affected. Real fast before we move on, and Ian, we don't have to since the the listeners already kind of know. If you haven't listened to the last podcast, go back and listen to it. We kind of gave our uh, two cents about it, but. Uh, before we move into this one, which has everything to do with Bitcoin, um, Haley, you knew obviously Elon bought Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, are you into cryptocurrencies a, a, a much? Do you? I mean, do you <laughs> no. dabble in it? No, I have no clue. Like, I have zero knowledge. I think the knowledge that I had was from Justin, like <laughs> telling me that he was when he was mining or whatever. Like, he had to teach me because I had no clue about any of it. So don't forget Frugal Pandy, who was on our last podcast. He was lit- he's literally our like one of our IT guys at our work. So <laughs> I know him <laughs> too. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's around a lot, and uh, so he has uh, quite a bit of influence on even things that we talk about on the podcast. <laughs> and and it's not on intentional. Good to he know just now. Says something like, "Oh, that'd be a good topic. I'm going to bring that in." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
but we talked a little bit about Doge and and how Elon is kind of he came as spokesperson for Doge and he'd mentioned them in on Twitter before he bought it and like all of a sudden Doge's stocks like Doge would go up in in shares and like anything. Anyways, um, but I sent y'all a link and the uh, designer for Gucci, yeah, like Gucci, the designer company, literally is now like is going to accept Dogecoin payments in retail stores. So why would you pay with Dogecoin versus the <laughs> versus the U.S. dollar? You know what I mean? Right. That just makes but, no sense. But people who, if people who are buying Gucci products like normally, like that's their go-to, like they enjoy Gucci, and Gucci comes out and is like, hey, you can now buy this cryptocurrency, and knowing how cheap the cryptocurrency is now, they're going to invest in it. Like, But here's the thing. In U.S. currency, when you have that money in the U.S. dollar, your dollar is still worth a certain amount yeah. uh, without any changes to the price, at least to make on the day of your purchase. If you're using Dogecoin, the it's such a volatile uh, <laughs> currency that it makes no sense to use it as a medium of exchange in its current form because what you have it in, it could change and you might not even have enough to actually buy something with it. Well, but that's how the stock market works. Why would people invest in a... Well, I'm not talking about just like investing itself. I'm talking about using it as a medium well, exchange. The point, the point of it is to... The point of it is to invest and turn okay. around and make profit. That's the point. No, man, I get it. that. I get that. It's just like why in the world would someone... Why would you go and invest in a company that was built in a garage of a home back in the 70s? Well, yeah, but to the, you're talking about stocks now. I'm talking about something that you're going to use as a medium of exchange on a day-to-day -day basis to buy goods and services. If you have the U.S. dollar and you try and go buy a loaf of bread and the loaf of bread is $2 and you know, oh, I have $2 of U.S. currency, I'm going to go buy this bread. That's fine. But if you have it in mm -hmm. Dogecoin and that's, you know, that $2 could be worth $1, then it could be worth $15 and then it could be worth 20 cents. It just doesn't work mm -hmm. as a medium of exchange to buy goods and services. Well, would it make, would it make sense if they would have said Bitcoin? No, because it's the same thing. It's still volatile. Like your, your medium of exchange could still be different. Because it fluctuates or just because it's a Bitcoin? No, because it fluctuates. Like that's, that's the whole point. Like I, I don't, I don't hate on uh, cryptocurrency because it's like mm -hmm. an investment or um, even holding it for whatever. It, I mean, there's different purposes for different coins, but if you're using it as a medium of exchange, it's not stable enough to be able to use for goods and services on a purchase because the monetary value of it could change in, in an instant. So, you know, how does that even work? A hundred percent, a hundred percent agree. The, the I think the point that they're doing it, which is the exact reason that Elon said, hey, you can buy you can use bitcoin to purchase things in our gift shop it's to get the it's to get the uh currency to become hopefully stable for it's to get people to invest in it to say because like my thought is i have i've i invested like 50 60 dollars in dogecoin it's worth i think like 14 cents right now Haley, i hope you're not bored out of your mind right now with our crypto chat <laughs> 
I I think literally when Blake sent us this link, I laughed and I wanted to say something in the in the group chat, but I I, I think I got busy doing something else. But I I think this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, it goes to say it says in a paragraph it says Gucci has said that it will begin accepting the meme coin Dogecoin as method of payment. This comes with the brand's new move to accept cryptocurrency payments in its retail stores. Dogecoin had made the list among leading cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, Ethereum. Um, in total, Gucci will be accepting crypto payments in more than 10 digital currencies. So it's not just Doge. I think it will help Doge out, but it's not in just... So people who are invested in Bitcoin are about to buy a ton of freaking Gucci or be able to buy a crap ton <laughs> of Gucci. Because my thing is if if a Bitcoin is worth 40-something thousand, 50-something thousand dollars... Just lit- and you invested at one point. You invested when it was worth ten bucks a coin, and you put a hundred bucks in. I mean, good grief! You had four hundred fifty, five hundred fifty thousand dollars. So wouldn't you just be able to use U.S. dollars to make well, the you, payment? It it is the same thing. I get what you're saying, and I'm not saying that you're wrong because I completely understand it because it confuses the the crap out of me too. But when we go <laughs> and spend, when we go and spend trillions of dollars. Are the do- the the price of a dollar does not remain the same when we go into debt when the government goes into debt and we're just printing all this money out like it's crazy because we're trying to balance off our crap like the price of that dollar goes down there's gonna have to be another currency that has to come in that is stable enough to take over that and unfortunately then the Bible says it it's gonna be a worldwide currency. Um, and I do see that as possibly digital currency. I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, uh, did we want to touch base on any of the Sonic the Hedgehog thing? Or... Ah! You should! Oh my god. It's so good. And, and okay, longtime Sonic fan. Even if you're not a Sonic fan, it's so good. Like... I am a little bit of an OG Sonic fan. Uh... My history is on the GameCube, the one where you're going down the speed of sound. That's Sonic. Yes. Oh my oh, God. That's whatever, Sonic Adventure that Two. Oh yeah, yeah. Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that one. That was so much fun. I loved the it. Chow. Yeah, the, the Chow. Yeah, the Chow Chow in the Chow the Garden and stuff. Yeah, the Chow Garden. I love yes. that so much. I literally uh. just played it on PlayStation. Like <laughs> I, I, I played it on PlayStation. Like I think it was like the very first one. And then uh, after that, I just played them when they came out, and I'll go to GameStop and play the demo, like I do everything else, because I couldn't afford a game. Oh my god! <laughs> so we'd go to the mall. My mom would be like, "I'm going to Dillard's." I'm like, "I'm going to GameStop." <laughs> so I go over there and I play games that my mom would probably never buy me. So, uh, Haley, when did you watch the newest Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Um, and just give me some of your thoughts on it. Um, I saw it. Whenever I was in Boston, I saw it with all my um, my online friends that we we met up for the first time, and we all saw it together. Um, and video game movies like have a bad rap, right? Like they're they are always typically always bad because you get these like big corporate directors who come in and they don't they don't know the fans, they don't know they don't know anything. They're just trying to make movies the way normal people make movies, right? Kind of like whenever M. Night Shyamalan tried to make Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
that's the worst one. Oh, <laughs> it's no. so oh, bad. Why he did? Why he chose to do that in the first place? I have no idea. It but. was so cringe. But like, the Sonic movies are directed by people who love the games, love the franchise, love the fans. Like you can tell, like in both it's movies, it is. Yes, and they hide like a lot of Easter eggs from the old old games in both of the movies and. The second one was awesome, too. Like, so, the, f- the first one was, like, an origin story, kind of, like, of where this Sonic comes from. And then the second movie just kind of builds off of that. Mm-hmm. And there's a, just so much more. It's it's awesome. It was great. So what's the what's the plot? Like, because those that, those that have played the game, especially that young, I honestly had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> uh, that's the last time I played the game. All I was doing was running around, like, at the speed of sound? Like rolling. Yeah. <laughs> rolling around rolling, at the speed of sound. And then going <laughs> into everything and, and trying to learn how to do different things. Uh, but I did not know the point of the, of the game. Does that like, does that go into the movie at all? Or is it kind of just, they put Sonic in a plot and kind of tried to make it around the movie? Blake, did you ever play the 3D version or did you just play like the side scroller version of Sonic the Hedgehog? Me? No, I played it whenever it, the first one that came out on PlayStation that actually it was it was ground yeah it was groundbreaking because it was like the first kind of like uh it wasn't 2D it wasn't like a flat plane like you interacted with the whole world which was, was it really... was it it was it, it was a game oh no i'm an idiot oh which one? What? No wonder y'all were looking at me like I'm like, yeah, it's bl- flying and blowing. I'm thinking of freaking Spyro. Oh my Good gosh, God. dude. I was about to say. <laughs> well, Spyro's amazing too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, poor Blake. <laughs> my head, y'all. I was about to say, dude, uh, I thought this game only came out on Sega Genesis and then upwards through Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, and side note real quick. There is a Sonic game that's on the PlayStation that came out on the PlayStation 3 that was like 3D, but it was oh, okay. awful. Thank <laughs> God. It's like I got the whole nerd nerd over here going <laughs> I know, like what I was a like, oh dumbass. no. Blake is about to get canceled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. So how was Jim Carrey in the Sonic movie? Was he good? I mean, like, did he portray Dr. Eggman good or what? Yes. Oh, they did him so good. And Idris Elba plays Knuckles, which is insane. Yes, it's insane. But he, I love him so much. He does such a great job. Okay, so now that I've realized what we're talking about, the only thing that I have to relate with Sonic was back when... I got a hair in my mouth. Hold on. And we're back. Um, <laughs> so I had the only thing I really had Sonic was I think I may have had a Game Boy game, possibly, mm-hmm. but I had this dish or not sorry, this bath soap that was Sonic the Hedgehog bath soap. And do you remember those little things that you go hold in your hand, you press the buttons, and they shoot the water up? And you try to get them on like ring, like yeah. these little, it's like rings. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. It was a Sonic the Hedgehog bath bubble thing that you pressed. The, <laughs> so you had the, the best showers then, huh? Yeah. Oh, dude, bath. What do you mean? I didn't take showers. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was in my youth. <laughs> okay, so I have to ask, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on the original? Uh, look of Sonic the Hedgehog whenever they first announced everything in the trailer uh, in the first movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, when everybody got outraged. 
with the original design. It's so bad. Yeah. Oh my god, Blake! I have to show you the original Sonic real quick. You have to it see. Is this. I know this so... is an audio form. I think personally, I think it was a publicity stunt. I think they personal per- purposefully made him look terrible so that everybody would meme on it and it would get a lot of traction and then people would go see the better version of it. I know it's like controversial, but. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. The I mean, it's very good marketing, and they did have a really quick turnaround for the movie as far as CGI goes. Exactly. I mean, it's really hard to do mm-hmm. CGI that That's why quickly. I think it was fake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, CGI takes forever. Right. Blake, hold on. You have to see this. Um. So, so it looks like Sonic the Hedgehog like visited whoville and actually saw jim carrey as the grinch at one point in the first movie i guess is what i'm seeing she sent me a picture of the difference between the two and did you see like a... how awful the first version looks it's oh, cursed wow. it's a literal cursed image i hate Wait, it so much you think that his eyes are so bad i know his mouth and nose the original trailer they released he like the whole point was like Oh my god, I can't remember the actor who who plays it. Dude, I don't know why, but for some reason he reminds me of uh uh Gene Simmons, the the workout guy, Gene Simmons. Is that it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, Gene Gene Simmons is a guitarist in Kiss. Oh, no, 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 not not <laughs> not that, not that guy. The the workout guy. Um gosh, what's his name? Wait. <laughs> Hold on, hold, no, I Richard? know what you're talking about, but that's not. Richard I don't think that's Gene Simmons. Simmons. You're thinking of uh, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Close. Yes. Okay, so I was right. It's okay. a very or, like that's right. At the same it's time. very, it's very close, but two different worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've got a guy that's dancing in a leotard and another guy that's kind of in a leotard, but he's shooting flames <laughs> out of his guitar. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, just the way like. <laughs> I don't know if it's the legs on Sonic, but that's what it oh. reminds me of. That's rough. Wow. Yeah, that's really bad. It's so um, bad. I could I could definitely see that. That would be very smart if, if what you're saying is, is what they did. Or maybe they were just like, hey, let's try it. If we can get by with it. If we can and get away they, with it. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, God, no. This is, I don't even think. Surely they did not sit there at the storyboard and think, this is awesome. I think we did a, I think we've done a great That's job. What I think too. <laughs> oh god. Sonic fans are crazy too. Like they were brave to do that. I can't believe they did it. Um yeah, so we'll digress from so- from Sonic. Uh, how did we get on that? Oh, oh, cuz I said okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And y'all know. Y'all y- y'all are <laughs> along for the ride. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so we'll move on. Uh Haley got the chance to go to what was it called? Uh, Pax East. Pax East, um, and sh- and she'll get to explain exactly what that was. But she got to go and visit some people in her nerd herd. Who was all there? Like, can you? Is it okay if you give them a shout out? Like on here? Oh yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> there was ten of us total, so I'm terrified of forgetting someone. Um, oh no. Well, just yeah, okay. Never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to put you in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so God. there's 10 of y'all there's yeah no, there's this is a house of full of 10 people yeah no here i can do it i can do it i can do okay. it watch okay. okay okay it was me my boyfriend justin ellie <sighs> okay that's three that's three oh, crap yeah. see i'm already doing bad her name is leia but her like 
Sir, we call her Wolfie. That's her server name. So I'm going to okay. call her Wolfie because that's how I know her. Yeah. Wolfie. Uh, Jet. Rose. Lawrence. Chad. Manny. Brian. <gasps> that's all Ted. Wow. Hey. Yeah. That's incredible. That's awesome. <laughs> so she got to go to Boston and meet her. Ner- this was the first time you really got to meet them in person, right? Mm-hmm. I, got, so, I think a couple of them I had met like years ago, but it was just like one or two of them. Yeah. Okay. But how, like. How cool was it? Like, that's insane. Like, what a weird world that we're in to be able to, like, have a community and, and then see them be in able person to, and be go yeah. across the world, not only to see them, but like, I mean, one thing that's a big thing. Like, that's a lot of trust that you're putting in these people yeah. that you've never <laughs> met. Could be exactly. anybody. Um, and so, like, how was it? Like, was it, I love Boston for one, but how was PAX East? Like, was it, was it really, really neat or? It was so, it was so cool. So, because people at work um, would ask me, like, you know, how was the trip, blah, blah, blah. And actually, Blake and I's boss asked me, um, because he found out I was going to Boston, and he asked me what I was going there for, and I had to tell our, like, 60-year-old, very (laughs) kind of intimidating boss that, oh, I'm going to Boston for a gaming slash tech convention. And he looked at me, and he was like, I never would have guessed that. And I said, <laughs> Oh, that's so said, good. Thanks. I love it. And he said, Well, have fun. And then he left. <laughs> oh, no. That's so, classic. That's oh. classic. It was so good. Oh, that's so funny. It kind of reminds me I used to have a coworker that used to go to Burning Man and her trying to explain that to our 60 plus year old boss. It was pretty funny <laughs> burning man's weird like let's be honest guys i'm sorry if y'all like and, and i don't have anything against those people obviously like that's so cool but it's weird i don't even like, know what so that weird. is what is that so it's a whole bunch of artists and just people they go out into this like desert and they create these really big uh structures Most, like it, it, uh i think like usually they're wooden i think uh, and i'm probably gonna butcher this but they what they do is they essentially have some sort of it's kind of like a festival and then they light this giant statue on fire and everything and it's it's kind of like everybody's on drugs and they kind of get together and uh yeah that's basically what it is that sounds sick to me like <laughs> So one of the things I actually watched, there's a, there's a uh, documentary on it. um, I think on Netflix, which you should really check. It's really, really neat. And it's cool because they kind of walk around all these people and you get to hear the stories and, and it's very similar to your, your experience with the, with like your community is like these people like have one thing in common. Like you have like doctors and lawyers and like coming to like one place to meet like people who aren't like they don't know what their profession is but they have this one common like interest and desire and that is and that's the one thing they get to see each other on and get to experience each other with um and i guess that's kind of what you learned a little bit about kind of developing community at the pax east is that what it was like kind of learning how to navigate that and what that looked like yeah so what PAX essentially is, if you've, like, never been or don't really know what it is. Um, so, like, it takes place in the the big, like, Boston Convention Center, which is, like, it has a bottom floor where you've got, like, tons and tons of booths where people, like, sell art or a lot of game developers came and you could, like, play their game before anybody. Kind of like E3. Kind of like an E3 situation. Um... 
And Discord was there as well. I don't have any of my merch on me, but like Discord sold a bunch of merch and I bought a ton of it because I love Discord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like Discord had a a booth with like a a giant wumpus, which is like, you know, their mascot for Discord that you could take pictures with. And it's just, it's super cool. That's like the base floor, right? And then you can, you can go up the stairs and... On the second and third floor, they have panel rooms where, like, they had content creators and people from Discord, and there were, there were, I went to, I went to a panel about, like, how to get into the video game industry, and they had, like, a, they had a Twitch streamer there who, I didn't know who he was, but he kept saying he was in the 1% of Twitch. Oh, <laughs> like, 1% okay, of Twitch now, Whoa, okay. man. <laughs> Man. slow down like come <laughs> on now <laughs> but so ba- so it was ninja <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably somebody who wanted to be ninja yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah meta really really cool mm-hmm. uh, so that's really that's actually really really neat um and so kind of give us a little bit of rundown like what did you learn in that and kind of that, I guess it would be, was it like a seminar? Yeah, so it's basically, it... it's basically just like a panel. Like you have um, like a stage of panelists who sit yeah. up at the front and mm-hmm. you have like a host and the host like will ask each panelist questions and things like that. Yeah. And then at the very, very end, they, uh, they let like the audience come up and ask questions. That's um, cool. Yeah. What was the main topic? The main topic was... Like, the one I went to was how to get into the video game industry. I mentioned the, like, how to, like, community building with with Discord. Actually, Discord made their own panel themselves. Um, I actually didn't go to that one, Blake. I told you I did. But I (laughs) I totally remembered wrong. Because when I was... That's it. We're cutting the podcast. (laughs) We're out. Sorry, guys. See you later, nerd herd. We're done. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh my god. No, that's why when I told you I was listening back to it this morning, I was like, I did not go to this one. And so I started taking notes because I was like, oh my god, what am I going to talk about on the podcast? Um, But a lot of it was just like, you know, really basic stuff. I think one of the, the questions that the host asked the panelists at the beginning of the Discord one, like the community building one, um, was like, what is... What's like a like a myth that you would like to debunk when it's like involving building a community and things like that? And one of the things, hold on, I made a note of it. Oh, she said having basically she said having a server and having a community are two completely different things. Like, mm. like you can have a Discord server, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't have a community if people aren't con- like consistently coming back and if you're not like constantly engaging with them and they had um they had four pillars that they they talked about which was like build engage grow and management so like building your server engaging your members growing your presence and um and then managing uh, an amazing community and things like that so yeah like That's i really i've seen discord servers for like big streamers or whatever and it's it's like every time the streamer comes in like the whole server gets active for that little bit and then they go back out for like 
weeks on end. Like, that's mm-hmm. not how you want to run a server. You want to be involved, not like overly involved where you're, it's like sucking the life out of you. But like, yeah. like with mine, I, I go in every day. I say, like we, we, every morning we say morning losers. Like that's just the first thing we say to each other. That's and then awesome. we, yeah. And then we go about our day. Um, every Saturday we have game nights um, and I'm always there. So it's just, it's really important. And that's what keeps people coming back. Like I, like those people that I met in PAX, like those are friendships I've had since that first viral video, viral video, like five years ago, like they've stayed. And it's because like I'm engaged and I'm involved and I show an interest in them and they show an interest back in me. Like it's all... It's about loyalty, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, this this kind of stuff is hard. Like, it's not easy to create content and, and, and to be consistent with it. Yeah. I mean, especially whenever, you know, all three of us, I'm sure, I mean, we have our, you know, day jobs and our daily lives that, you know, we have to tend mm-hmm. to. Um, so, yeah, that, that, it really is challenging. Well, and of course, that's the dream, though, right? Like, the dream is to be able to be like, I want to, like... How Ian and I definitely, Ian and I definitely, like we even said it, like when we sat down for the first time and discussed this at Ronnie's Burgers, we both looked at each other <laughs> in the eye and were like, this is not what we want to do. Like, this is like, like if it blew up and it happened, like cool, but this is not our intention. Like our intention is not to, not to do this full time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, kind of getting back to uh, PAX and like going to the panelists and everything. Um, I actually got to see Charlie Cox, uh, who was Daredevil. Did you ever watch that show at all? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't get that far in it. Oh, okay. Well, I used to watch that show like crazy back in the day, and I actually got to see him at Fan Days, which is like the Comic-Con in Dallas, and it was amazing. He Mm -hmm. was such a cool guy to see. But were there any uh, YouTubers or streamers or any like specific person that you really wanted to see at uh, PAX in Boston or? No, unfortunately, like, I know in previous PAX East, like, uh, who's a big one? Y'all know who Markiplier is? Yeah, yeah, I love Markiplier. Yeah. Like, he, he's awesome. Um, but he, he has been to, um, he's been to PAX East before. Um, oh, okay. Ego Raptor, Aaron from Game Grumps has been there before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love think. Game Grumps. Yeah. Um, this was the first one since COVID, so I think probably a lot of people were scared. I did not see a lot of big mm. names there. Not oh. that I could remember, at least. Okay. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah. It was still really fun, but I know there have been like a lot of big names there before, but I don't. I didn't recognize anybody, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, so um, we're going to have to wrap it up. Uh, I, I feel like we didn't even touch, like even like graze the surface of really the topic we wanted to like talk about with Haley. So we'll, de- we'll have to have you back Definitely. for sure. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I'll come back. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Sorry, Ian, you don't have a say. Um, no, no, I'd but, uh, love I'm her to kidding. come back. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. We definitely need to have you back and, and we need to discuss more. Cause I would love to even like, like pick your brain too on like the pros and cons of the community, like even get into like the nitty gritty, yeah. but also like, even the the hardship because i think that's one thing that i was going to say earlier is like you've even had to be very authentic not to the point where you're you know giving away like your whole entire life but you've had to be authentic too about like hey like maybe in this moment in time like i've been i've been struggling and so that's maybe why i have been mm-hmm. you know lacking or slacking on the content and so like even talking about mm-hmm. that i think it'd be really neat to hear um and also 
just for Ian and I's because uh, because we're boomers at Discord. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) we we. Or at least I am. I don't know about you. I'm a, I'm a boomer in Discord. It's it is really daunting when you first. I remember when I first like made my account. And I was like, oh my god, I how no do I idea. even work this thing? Yeah. The voice channels. <laughs> but is there anything else, um, Ian? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, how can our listeners uh, get your content? Like, are you, you have a YouTube page or Twitch page or even Discord? Or uh, have you- Okay, so I would say my main platform is probably YouTube. That's where I have most of my following. I have another humble brag. I don't like talking about myself like this. I don't like talking about numbers <laughs> and stuff like that. But, like, I've got, like, about, like, 6,000 um, subscribers there. And then I've got, like, a, like a few hundred on um, on Twitch. Uh, but my Man, most Twitch is activity, so hard to get a following. It's so... Poor yes. Blake knows. <laughs> it is not easy. Yeah. The algorithm is not strong for Twitch. Like it's just not in the case, not for not small for streamers. small streamers. So no, YouTube is mm-hmm. great for that because you can have someone who has zero f- subscribers and then their video blows up in a week. You know, it's just different. It's just a lot different. So, uh, see your stuff. Oh, uh, my YouTube is Mama Nerd, which is what mm-hmm. my Discord name is. <laughs> um, my Twitch is Shy Sprout which I prefer and I'm like debating on switching everything to Shysbro but I haven't I haven't made that decision yet. But and you but yeah, can find those are like my two social things. media links and stuff at either one of those two. So Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. This is this has been the last two podcasts I think have been some of the the funnest we've had. Do they really have been um and again thanks again Haley for, you know, appearing on our podcast and uh I mean this is really fun. You were our third ever guest, so thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. I think it's just it is fun to talk to people like who are passionate about whatever. Like like Justin, I haven't listened to his episode yet, but like I know Justin is also a very passionate person, so I'm sure like that was a like quite a ride itself. <laughs> it went by real so. fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we realized sure we're like, oh crap, we're like an hour in. It was such a mess trying to edit that podcast. We've got like an hour fifteen in content. I'm trying to bring it down to one. <laughs> But how cool! But we're learning too. So I mean, this is this is new to us. I mean, we had we had Lyle on for a while, and and then there were things that just didn't quite work out with his equipment and stuff and and resources, and so we had to kind of get back to the original thing. But then having guests on has like we're learning that as we go, and it's a lot more fun because I don't feel like we're bantering as much. But um, Ian, do you want to? Go ahead and hit us up. Hit us with the outro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to reach us, uh, send us a question. Tell us how dumb we are or how great we are. Uh, you can go to hotchpotchcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. That's H O T C H P O T C H. Or hit us up Instagram. on Instagram or yeah or uh, Facebook. Yeah, uh, be good, my dudes. Peace. Bye.